Welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman, and once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on the podcast. I'm so happy that you found your way to listening to it. I'm not exactly sure how you got here, and your journey is your own, but you have arrived at a destination. And so I'm super happy that you joined us today. Today is part two of my podcast interview with my dear, sweet, amazing, and highly animated I wish we could do I sometimes wish we would do this live because she's so animated she's so funny she's all over the place my friend um, my secret mentor Roxanne Parks Um, you know it is such a joy to have Roxanne with me on my podcast Um, again I'll remind you that it's my husband's favorite she's my favorite guest that I ever have for him and so uh, she's been this is gonna be her fourth adventure into the he doesn't waste the thing podcast so go listen to the other three because they're awesome so today we want to talk about this brand new book that is about to come out and it is a book called breathe 101 life-giving devotions and uh, Roxanne is a devotion generating machine uh, she has uh, how many do you have on the version app 15 just 15 devotions on the version app uh, go check them out. They're amazing. She is. She can just, she just cranks them out. You like, know, they call them Bible plans, but yeah. we uh, the book actually calls them devotionals, devotions, devos, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. They're power nuggets of truth. Yeah. And so, welcome to the show, Roxanne. I'm so glad to be here. I love chatting with you. It's like kinetic energy, but when you put you and me in the room, we, we don't might... even need electricity for that dang light bulb. <laughs> we'll probably spontaneously combust. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so, got to start this episode with our favorite, this or that right right okay uh read a book or watch a tv read a book i think you were gonna say yeah that. how about read a book or meet with friends uh meet with friends all right uh air- i am more social probably you, you yeah. are meet a uh airplane or boats oh gosh airplanes get you to beautiful places and get you to your family but Boats have that rhythmic on the ocean, uh, so both. <laughs> can I do both? You can do both. Okay, let's go with boats if I can. Formal or casual? Oh, 100% casual. Do I'm going to a wedding this weekend that's for black tie wedding. I'm like, where in the heck am I going to find something black tie in my closet? Anyway, casual. Okay. Uh, deep sea diving or snorkeling? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably snorkeling because I like the idea of deep sea diving. I actually am a diver, but it's cold and dark down there, and it's not when you snorkel, you can you have the sun and no snorkeling. One last one. Adventure or relax? Oh, it used to be adventure, and now it's totally relaxed. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, as I age, I'm just so much happier right at home on my own couch. Me too. And I used to want to climb every mountain and forge every stream. And now I'm like, can I just, like, snuggle up with a blanket on my own couch? Do you remember when we were younger and we would hear adults and, like, our grandparents say, I just want to sleep in my own bed at night? Yeah, and I remember, and I remember thinking, thinking you're missing out on life. There's so many <laughs> streams. Forge every mountain. Forge every stream. Let's go chase a... A dream right and my kids you know Melissa your kids are living in a little bit let's go to a new country yeah. let's chase a dream 
And you know what? We just need to applaud them on because in youth, you want to chase and more adventure. And when you get older, you I just love the contentment that comes in your own home, yeah. your own place. I just want to sleep in my own bed at night. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I, do. <laughs> I know we both like to travel, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. But, we like to travel. But, but if I had to live a, a life fully of travel or fully at home, I'd probably pick fully at home right now. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. So, new book. New book. I'm so Book number. Excited. Is this book number? Two. Two for you. Yeah. And uh, 101 life-giving devotions devotionals yeah yeah devotionals 101 <laughs> life-giving devotionals yes. it's the title is breathe right, right tell me how did you get breathe well oh gosh uh the kind of a thread running through these devotionals is the idea of living from him instead of living for him that's a big transition and, and, and i'll tell you that's more powerful than just the words i said it yeah when you really live a life from his power and not your strength it's better than living for him running and balancing all the plates and spinning the plates and running in the treadmill and so this for him from him came to me because i was talking to a lady last fall and uh, she invited me to speak at her um, women's retreat and uh, she said well i have all these scenarios going on and these women are coming and these women need this and she says I, I just feel like you need to be our speaker and you know I, and I said well you know what we just need to tell those women to just breathe yeah and she said is that the name of your new book so for a while I'm like Lord did you give her the title of my new book that I didn't know because out of the blue a lady I don't know said is just breathe the name of your new book so i was going to go with just breathe and then i was going to go it's time to breathe <laughs> and then i was going to go with learning to breathe mm -hmm. and we just decided to shorten it up and just go breathe yeah and because it might be different things some people might be needing to learn to breathe and some people it's time to breathe and the whole idea is learning to live in the christian privilege and the fullness of the holy spirit and his powerful work through us, then the exhausting treadmill idea of handling our own lives ourselves. And that's really life-giving breath if Absolutely. you really get your mind wrapped around it. It is. And I mean, look, can we all be honest and say, like, how well have we really done at handling our own life? <laughs> How's that going for you, huh? <laughs> How's that working for you? Like, it didn't work well for me. I tried. Yeah. Uh, you know, Roxanne and I are both, we are both confessed, um, you know, control freaks. <laughs> yeah, we, we, like, we like what we like, and we like to people yeah, to do it yeah, our way yeah, with us yeah. when we go. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, one thing is, is I read a book uh, a few years ago called The Indwelling Life of Christ, uh, and it challenged me to bow down. And uh, literally, uh, I took this, like, bow your control freak down, bow your agenda down, bow your lofty ideas down but I decided back in the day I was actually gonna bow bow down and I uh, practiced a season where I would put my forehead on the floor mm -hmm. I mean butt in the air head on the ground bow down and um, or, or just laid out bow, bow down and I just wanted the Lord to know that I bowed everything in my life to his greater purposes and his greater plans and I, I wanted to show up as an empty vessel and I found that life was so much harder before I bowed down and died. Yeah. And then when I bowed down and died, and I just said, okay, Lord, I am not running in front of you. 
I'm going to be in your lap and I'm going where you go. And when you get on that train of opportunity, there, you know, Melissa, there's trains of opportunities that fly by our life mm -hmm. all the time. We need to be very selective in our yeses. Absolutely. Or we'll jump on the next train of opportunity because our pride makes us feel important because here we go on the next train of opportunity. And I was jumping on them. I was doing all these good things for God and jumping on every train of opportunity and a, a nothing short of an exhausted wreck. Mm -hmm. And when I decided to die to my ideas of my life, my way, and decided I didn't want to do one more thing than whatever the next thing is he wanted me to do, and I needed more uh, rest for my soul. One of the Bible plans and part of the book is called um, Finding Rest for Your Soul. And I learned, Melissa, that's not rest from activities. Right. It is not rest from your calendar or your people. It's not doing, not, it's not doing nothing. It is a position of your heart. Right. And I found that the position of my heart was bowed down. And so I, I can get out of bed every day without the uh, weight of the world on my shoulders because before I get out of bed every morning, I started this years ago, I flip my hands up and I say, I give you everything, not my will today, not my will, but thine be done. Lord, now you know how important I am, just check out my calendar. <laughs> and, but I just yield my whole calendar to you. I ask for your divine interruptions and I receive them mm -hmm. and I forgive anybody that hurts me before they hurt me. I will not take offense. I will not receive it. And they're forgiven. I might not need to forgive anybody today, but if anybody hurts me today, they're forgiven before I even know it. Wow. So I walk in this day with, I mean, I just think I left my control freak in bed, mm -hmm. with so such open hands that if my schedule gets disrupted, I'm like, okay, Lord, I asked for your divine interruptions. Here we go. And I just, oh my gosh, it was such a freeing way to live. To not be grabbing onto my to-do list, grabbing onto every all-important thing I had in my schedule, to actually be dying to everything, every minute, every day, so that I can just open-handedly receive from God. I'm telling you, Lisa, it was breath. It was fresh air. It was so much more power that I want to tell people to breathe from this position. That is amazing. Oh, it's freedom. It's, it's not. It's. It might be amazing. It is freedom. It is freedom. I, I'm too exhausted to live any other way anymore. Yeah. Are you? Are any of you ladies listening? Are you tired? Uh, are you exhausted? Are you spinning plates? Are you on a hamster wheel? Are you trying harder and harder and harder? I invite you to stop it. Stop it now. Trust him with all your heart. Bow down your will, your way. Crawl off the throne of your life and let him and his power and his the breath of the Holy Spirit crawl right on top of that throne. And let him, you know that whole thing, you know, Melissa, let go and let God. Uh -huh. I'm telling you, that's pretty trite in most of our opinions. It's powerful. I mean, actually, let go and let God. Yeah. And I mean, because, like, we can say it. <laughs> we can shout it from the mountaintops. Yeah. But that don't mean we're doing it. That's right. And and until you decide that I'm going to actually say, God, I'm just along for the journey. Like I'm just I'm just here for the fun. Like, you know, I we I did find myself in twenty twenty at the end of twenty twenty around the election time. I got a little worked up, a little, you know, invested in uh, <laughs> in all of that stuff and, and it didn't you know, and and, and it, what happened happened. 
That's right. Whichever side of the coin you're on. And I'm like, well, 2021 should be interesting. Like, grab a bowl of popcorn, sit on the sidelines, watch the world go by. And because God is going to, God is, God is, God is on the throne, regardless of who's in the president, who's sitting in the president's chair. God is on the throne, regardless of whether uh, anything happens in the world or nothing happens in the world. And you know what? He figured out how to spin this thing. And it's been spinning for, you know, thousands and thousands of years and uh it's still here and all of the people that you know worried about it 500 years ago are gone and all the people that worried about it in genesis are gone and all the people that worried about it in matthew are gone and you know what we're here still riding you know taking our ride around our lap around the sun and and you know what it'll probably still be doing that when we're gone yeah beautiful and 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 you know what we're important because the creator of the universe Never takes his eye off us. Right. We're important because he's the very breath of our lives. Right. 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 But in the big scheme of the world events, we're really not that important. Yeah. You know, we need to find out. Um, in the body of Christ, I, I, I do agree that we're not that important because he can use any and all of us. Sure. But I do believe that he did create us to be important because in the body of Christ, uh, whether you're an elbow or a knee or a mouthpiece, uh, the the body needs every piece. Oh, no, totally. Yeah. So yeah. I do think that... Um, and I don't mean to drive that off into the ditch, for I know, sure. I, I know, I know. But I also want to say that find out who you are and whose you are and then live into the importance that you were designed. You know, you were knit and known mm-hmm. way before you had a conscious thought. Mm-hmm. And so to me, if he... You know, no one creates something without purpose. Right. Um and so when we were knit and known and our days were numbered with purpose, in my mind, all we need to do is rest in that, find out if we're an elbow or a, or a knee or a mouthpiece or a, a whatever we are, and then um, come with God in his purposes and his plans for the knitting and the knowing of our lives for such a time as this. And why were we born in this time? You and I don't know, and we don't get that say-so. Yeah. But I love the whole concept of, uh, we just do all we can do, and we trust God, which that which we cannot do. And, you know, we can't pick our decade yeah. or our nation or the uh, world news. Right. And, and, and I think when I say we're not that important, that's not, I think, let's, let me, I wanted to clarify that because yeah, I don't yeah. want people to walk out of here thinking that she doesn't think that we're, we are. The, yeah. God looked at the world and thought it would not be complete without you in this moment. Yes, yes. But yes. in our own strength. In our yes. own right, yes. because of what we've done, right, right, right? right, like, that's not the important. Right. That is not the important. The important right. is, like, did I fulfill the purpose, plan, and destiny for which God created me on the earth to fulfill? That's the important. And I think our important gets in the wrong place all too often. Right. Do you right. see what I'm saying? I do because see you what are, you're Roxanne, you're a unique part of the body that no one else is or can be. Well, you know, accepting that is always um it's it's humbling because therein lies the truth mm-hmm. that nobody can be me i was signed with a thumbprint and nobody can be you mm-hmm. you were signed with a thumbprint and honestly melissa i sit in awe when i hear you speak and and watch the way god talks to you and uses you and the way you write and the way you create so i'm in awe uh, but you are supposed to be exactly who you are. And the, the lie of the enemy wants me to compare myself with you and not, I'm not as good at that, and I'm not as good as that, and I'm not as good at that. And that's such a lie. Comparison, you know, is oh, the, the yeah. thief of joy. It is. Comparison is totally a thief of joy. And the freedom that I've gotten as I've aged is that I don't 
have to be like you. I, I actually am tired of trying to be like you. I'm exhausted with thinking I need to be like you or anybody on any uh, image that I have in my head or whether it's a social media image or what. And I've just decided to be settled with being who God created me to be. And I actually have spent some time figuring out who she is. And because I feel like I can breathe and live more free uh, if I'm an elbow and stop trying to be a foot. Mm -hmm. And it's exhausting if you're an elbow and you're trying to be a foot. It just doesn't work. It's just like a fish swimming in water never gets tired because a fish was made to swim in a water. But if you asked a fish to climb a tree, it would never work. Right. And if you're an elbow trying to climb a tree, okay, wait, wait. All this saying is you're beautifully and fearfully, wonderfully made. Scripture says you are gifted and your gifts were given to you to give to others and serve the body of Christ. And in the serving of your gifts is your sweetest spot. So find out what kind of elbow or what kind of gifts you have in the body of Christ. Accept them and step in them and then shine on because we need you, ladies. We need you, listeners. We need you, ladies. We need you, men, because I know men are listening to our <laughs> podcast, too. That's right. That's and, right. And this is not gender specific. This right. is universal across, right. across the board. Right. You know, I think it's just important um, what, we've, what you've talked about, right. you know. And I love the idea of that. You, you know, God doesn't make two of anything. No, no. No two snowflakes are the same. No two blades of grass are the same. No stars, two people are yeah. the same. No stars are the same. Yeah. There's no two of anything. He's right. so creative That's right. that nothing, he doesn't ever That's make a creative. duplicate. That's creative. I, he doesn't ever make a duplicate. He doesn't recycle. You yeah. know, and I kind of live in there's nothing new on the earth, and I yeah. recycle. And we, you know, we do that yeah, sometimes. Are fingerprints and, really not duplicated? Mm -mm. No. Is that not mind-blowing? Yeah. And that every star is different? Retina. It's mind-blowing, but we just need to wrap our minds around it. Yeah, and so you're the only person who can be you. That's right. And and the one of the favorite tools of the enemy is to, is to convince people that they are not sufficient in themselves. That's right. And and the comparison of why that, yeah. that we're just inundated with. And, and can we just be honest? My highlight reel goes on my social media. Yeah. Like, I'm not posting about all the traumas <laughs> and dramas that I'm walking through and running through because right. nobody needs to see that mess, yeah, right? right? But... Ain't nobody got time for that. And if you recognize that most people are doing the same thing I'm doing, like I'm fronting my best self, right, you know, right. but, but that's okay. But it doesn't mean that you need to be, you can't be me. You'll never be me. I'll never be you. That's I wasn't right. created to that's do right. that. That's right. And, and so can we all just take a breath? Yes. Can, can we, we just breath. breathe and say, you know, the, the Bible says, and I can't quote to the address, go look it up, Google it, whatever. But the Bible says, that may the pot never say to the potter, you made a mistake. There you go. You don't know what you did. That's right. Because you know what? God created you exactly how That's you right. are. He knew what he was doing. And Satan has spent the rest of your life trying to uh, distort that. That's right. Oh my gosh, that's so true. You know, the lies we live in uh, feel like truth after a while. And we can so believe a lie to be true and never and we just spend our life deceived yeah i ask god to totally give me revelation of truth you all god has so much for us but he gave us choice so he doesn't cram it down our neck mm -hmm. he actually everything that's his is ours the problem is we have to enter in mm -hmm. and we have to yield and want and ask so uh, years ago i got where i'm like okay god if i can have more if i if i ask not i get not and if wisdom is to be found, but I, I have to ask for wisdom. And if um, the blind man wanted to see, and you said to the blind man who you knew Lord wanted to see, and you said, what is it you want from me? Right. Like, duh. And, you, and the blind man said, I want to see. Well, so I just have decided I want to ask Lord for all he has for me. 
all his provision for me, all his plans for me. But why would he cram them down until I'm ready to get them? So I just challenge the reader to consider that they are gifted, they are assigned, they have purpose, they are unique, they're one of a kind, and no one is coming behind them to be them, so that the time is now to step in and ask God for more, ask him for all that expanded territory, ask him for clarity, ask him for revelation, breathe in the Holy Spirit, and then live from that. And, and come on, come on, ladies and gentlemen, the time is now. The time is now! Woohoo! Let's breathe. Woohoo! That is breathe. It's so powerful. It's, and you know, the nice thing about, uh, I, I just don't have it, it's hard for me to like throw out 60,000 words. But it's not hard for me to stand on a thought and a nugget. So I just want the reader to know that the devotional book is, you know, just nuggets of truth that God has given me in the decades of my life. And they've been so game-changing for me or so life-giving for me that I just wrote them down. And I feel like if they were life-giving to me and they're built on the premises and the promises of God, that they just might be life-giving for someone else. And that's why the title is Breathe 101 Life-Giving Devotionals. It's so powerful. So powerful, and I can't wait uh, to get my hands on that book, right? And so I'm um, going to have to have a signed copy of that book. Yeah, yeah. Going to have to have all the things. Yeah, so, yeah. hey, if you want to uh, contact Roxanne, you want to get a copy of her books, all the details will be in the show notes. You can get that there. You Maybe you want her to come speak at your event. You want to do some coaching with her because, like, every time you hang out with her, one of two things will happen. You will walk, well, I guarantee you, you'll walk away changed. You'll walk away in energized, but you might get rebuked. Nobody rebukes better than Roxanne in the most absolutely, in Jesus' name, in the most absolutely loving way. And, and you're, you're like, oh, she just totally called me out, and it was so sweet and so kind and so, oh, my gosh, right? And I love that. I'm kind of like, come on, girlfriend, or come on, girlfriends, or come on, let's get this together. And I'm, I'm, if you're getting a spanking, I'm getting a spanking because the Holy Spirit wants more and gives more and offers more. <laughs> and I love her. So if, you, if you're looking for a coach, man, she's, she's the girl, man. You, you need to take advantage of that. So uh, don't, don't hesitate to reach out to Roxanne. She is worth, worth, worth it. So I want to end, as we always do, rapid fire questions. Woo-hoo! We're ready for this. Okay. Um, what is your favorite thing about being a grandparent? Oh, gosh, you know, my grandson, I live in Oklahoma, and my grandson is in uh, Huntington Beach, California. Right now, my favorite thing is FaceTime, uh, because I can see him and interact with him. But just watching, probably watching my son be a father. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What's the best thing you've ever eaten? Oh, I don't know. I'm telling you, last night I had some sea bass on uh, spinach that was fighting for the best in the moment. Oh, gosh, that's too broad. I I, I can't go with that one. Yeah, I can't go with that one. Okay. Lots of good things. What's the best prank you've ever pulled off? Oh, gosh. I don't know that I'm a prankster. You know, it's so funny. I feel like I love levity. I love to be funny. But I don't, I don't, and I love surprises. But as far as pranking people, like toilet papering people, houses, I always felt bad and like you had to go clean up the toilet paper. So I'm not a prankster, and but I have some kids who are pranksters, so that's that's a no-go question for me. <laughs> I, don't pull, I don't pull off pranks very much. What is one thing you're afraid of? Uh, you 
you know what? I had I had a journey with fear many years ago, and I don't like fear. I had a journey with fear, and I decided fear is exhausting. I don't like how I feel when I feel fear. So back in the day, I said, I, I'm just not going to do fear. If I have a choice, I'm not doing fear. So I, I typically try and, and resist fear because I believe that we that fear draws to us the very thing we're afraid of, and mm -hmm. I think it's a no deal. But as far as afraid of, um, I, I don't. I don't know. Gosh, when you walk with God, you don't live in as much fear. I used to be afraid of the future of my children not being how I would want the control freak it to be. I used to be afraid of um, used to be afraid of pain until I realized it was a great teacher and, or brokenness. <laughs> and I used to be afraid that there was never resolution, and now I know the healer. So uh, I don't live in as much fear as I used to, and I'm very grateful for that. That's awesome. That's wonderful. So no spiders, no mice, no. No, oh, it, oh, oh. Actually, I'm not all that afraid of spider mice either. I don't know what it is. I just, fear, Melissa, fear is exhausting. It is exhausting. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm going to let that be your answer. It's totally okay. 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 It's time for my last question, my final answer in every single podcast because it's my favorite answer. And that is if you could say one thing and one thing only to make Jesus famous, what would you say? Um, that his promises are true and his word is rich. And it's worth your time to get to know him. That's, it is worth your time to get to know him. It's so powerful. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And if people just knew him like I know him, yeah. they would be yeah. captivated by right. him, right. you know? Right. Oh my gosh, right. I love that so much. Okay. Well, thank you, Roxanne, for hanging out with me today. Um, I know that you're going to want to contact her and connect with her, and we want you to do that. So all of that information's in the show notes. Make that make yourself available of that stuff. Uh, this is that time when I ask for my trifecta of favors, the three things that you can do to help the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast reach around the world on the World Wide Web. Uh, First of all, listen, do yourself a favor. If you haven't hit the subscribe button on my podcast, do that right now. Take a second, punch the button, tap the button, whatever it takes for you, and click the button, whatever you do, so that you can have all of the latest episodes in your podcast feed. Secondly, would you give us a five-star rating on iTunes? Like, Melissa Zimmerman's a hard name, and uh, so this helps us bubble to the top. It really is a little thing that makes a big deal. And finally, my favorite and all-time important thing is this. Would you share this podcast with your friends and invite them to listen to it? Because you're going to meet amazing people like Roxanne Parks. That is absolutely going to change your life. And so, share, 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 because sharing is caring. And remember, until we meet again, he doesn't waste a thing.